Hey everyone, welcome to episode 7 of 15 with Andy, Randy, and Jeff, your weekly midweek break to reconnect with church and topics being discussed here at the Florida Hospital Church in Orlando, where we always take a look at the previous week's message and give you a peek into what's coming up this week as well. And after a brief week hiatus, Andy and Jeff are back into the studio today with us. Welcome, gentlemen. That was W-E-E-K. W-E-E-K? Yeah, yeah. Right. And yeah, no, yes, of course. No, it yeah. Was, it was a very strong one last oh, week. Oh, it was a strong yes. one. Speaking of a strong week, don't forget to go back and check out last week's episode yeah. on VBS and why it almost wasn't a week of VBS. That's we, right. Uh, good, yeah. good stories. Good stories. Yeah. Greg Creek, Fernanda, the queen of VBS, and Megan <laughs> all joined us in the studio. So there was four of us, but it was a good time. So do go check that out. You can find all of our episodes on Spreaker on the web by going to hospitalchurch.org slash podcast or use their mobile app for Apple and Android, of course. And of course, we are on iTunes. So please subscribe and don't miss an episode. That way, once you're subscribed, it comes right into your feed and you're good to go. And do share on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, smoke signals, whatever it is that you have at your fingertips. Instagram and Twitter, we are at Florida HC. And on Facebook, it's facebook.com slash hospital church. Man, there's so much to be, you know, mindful of. And just now. to remember, yeah, you know. Years ago, you just had to remember your address. Right. You know. Just go to the web. And now, and now, you know, we can also uh, take your feedback at podcast at hospitalchurch.org. One last thing. Wow. So last week was VBS. This week, we started a new six-week series called Unfinished. Tell us what we're in for, well, what we started last week and what we're in for to come, Andy. Well, it's interesting because there's been some misunderstanding that I'm going to be on vacation for six weeks. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and that's not what's Take happening. Take me with you. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> I, I, I will be gone a couple of weeks, but most of the time I'll actually be at the services and the, a lot of times it's um, customary for a senior pastor to take a summer break, and we thought this would be a great opportunity uh, for me to focus on some other things around the church that really need to be accomplished and be able to hear from some of our other members in the congregation as our speakers. And so we sort of came up with a theme of unfinished. We thought people could have a lot of latitude. I was going to say, there's a lot of freedom in that, <laughs> yeah. isn't there? Right. Yeah. But using the text from Philippians 1.6 about God doing his work in us, and then also you know that Jesus is the author and the finisher of our faith, from Hebrews, Excellent. sort of the theme that, that we're putting some great speakers. I think you're, people are really in for some good uh, feeding this summer. I think from the sermons, uh, good good group. Yeah, we you know we've got, uh, I mean in our in our congregation in the in our membership and uh, in this area we've got we got good speakers. And uh, I mean I enjoy listening to Andy a lot. And uh, yeah, I, <laughs> wow, that was a quick. That was a save. There's a yeah. little bit of sweat beating up in here. Is, is it warm in here? Is it just me? No, it really is not. It's not about the. Um, I mean, I think we need. I think we do need to hear from Andy um, on a on a very regular basis. But this gives us, I think, insights into people's lives, and you kind of see journeys, which is kind of a nice thing. You see, and this this whole focus on unfinished. We get a chance to see um, some just different perspectives, and I think I'm really thankful that we have, in a sense, kind of turned over the pulpit a little bit to that focus. Uh, some of the people that are journeying, journeying in uh, in our congregation, and yeah, I'm looking forward to the congregation yeah. also being able to get to know some of the members from a different perspective. Yeah. yeah, as we as we you know see them up front, as we as we are able to hear a little of their story in the interviews each week as well. 
it just I think it helps build us, draw us together, and and realize that hey, we all have a lot in common, and even though we have different perspectives, and we'll be able to share those this summer, will be good. Yeah. As someone that's been asked to speak before in situations like this, where you're like, I'm not sure, I've never done that before, but sure, I'll I'll take a crack at it. Why not? And it's actually a pretty cool experience just to get a chance to maybe tell a story that you've had or, mm-hmm. um, you know, just kind of try it out for the first time. And it uh, it's a unique experience that also, I think, helps people re- relate to their pastors in a different way because— Maybe a little more sympathy for it. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe. And, and even for people that are just, <laughs> just, you know, sitting, enjoying listening to someone with a different perspective going, man— Andy's really good. Not that this person isn't, but it's a different perspective. And you you get, a, I think, a greater appreciation for what happens. Well, I had talked about having a series called Everybody Has a Sermon in Them. Yeah. <laughs> and, and just letting, you know, just trying to find people, hey, what have you always wanted to say to the congregation you never had a yeah. chance? And yeah. uh, so this is, this is sort of a compromise between that and being able to have a little bit of a theme. And uh, I think we're. I'm. I'm really excited about it. I enjoyed Bill's. Uh, I wasn't here this weekend. I had a wedding to be attending, but I um, enjoyed listening to his his sermon and hearing what he had to share with us. That was great. He did a great job. We we started off strong, and his the the message the message the title was not yet quite finally finished. That's a <laughs> mouthful. No wonder I couldn't get it out right the first time. As part of unfinished. So. Um, but yeah, we started off strong and I'm looking forward to the rest of it as well. So what was, uh, anyone want to start initial thoughts on the message? Something that jumped out? Well, I, well, first of all, I really, I liked the, the whole, cause I can relate to this, uh, this vase, uh, and the picture that he, or the, the bowl and the picture that he brought up this idea of brokenness Yeah, and, um, that, it's the counseling side in general. Yeah, it, <laughs> it truly is. And uh, as a matter of fact, you know, it, it was a great segue from, you know, the Jonah series mm-hmm. because in a sense, Jonah's, we left Jonah unfinished. You know, he he never really, we don't know, you know, what, right. what, the ha- what happened there. It, it, it seemed to be, he was quite broken. And uh, and so to to pick this up with, with him talking about the, the basin, and there's so many times, and Andy and I were talking about it, that when we're when we see how broken we are, because that's I think that's one of the powerful parts of of reading the Bible or or seeing Christ in our life. We start to go, "Whoa, I really, really need God," and then we feel like we need to, because I'm a fixer. <laughs> man, when I saw that glue on the, you know, on the bowl, I thought, man, that is, glued that a little I got bit. the, yeah, I, I've got better glue. Oh no. I, I, you should use this glue. I've got, I got three different, my wife from my father's day present, my wife buys me glue because I, I, I love fixing things. I got some really cool glue. Yeah. Uh, there's nothing yeah. wrong with a little good, some glue. <laughs> I was in the dentist's office recently. I said, they need to sell whatever you bond yeah. these things on with the store so we can buy this kind of good glue too. But I think one of the one of the challenges whenever we realize our brokenness, our immediate response is like Jeff said, we we want we want to fix it. Yeah, we we want to somehow recreate ourselves in a new a new way, or or just repair a problem that we have in our lives. And I thought it was really important that his primary text being Philippians one six that God began the good work in us, and God brings it to completion. We don't get to fix ourselves. We uh, we like, can't. No, we can't. Yeah. That's like, problematic, though. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. it's like the old advertisement though. You they fall on and they can't get up. You know, <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> we, we we have. I mean, 
can can the Ethiopian change his skin, the leopard has changed his spots, neither can you do good who are accustomed to doing evil. We don't realize how broken we are. I mean, yeah. we're broken beyond our ability to get repaired. Um, but God can do a miraculous work in us. It's God who wills and does according to his good pleasure in us. And that's really, I think, at the root of Bill's sermon. I mean, some people might have heard his sermon and the, you know, the, even the drama about letting God chip away the right. rough spots in our lives and might have left thinking, oh, boy, i got to get busy and fix myself. Yeah. And I think Bill was clear in his text selection and, and looking at the text that it's God who does this work in us. And that's really, I think yeah. that's really critical. The, the part that struck me, though, in that illustration was all, the, all of the packaging, all of that, you know, that preparation for keeping the bull safe. Yeah. And I thought, wow, that is mm. so much like me so many times that I, I tend to, if I do all these right things, and I can actually keep myself perfect. Right. And that there is a way to prevent those bad things from happening in my life. And granted, you know, we have, you know, there, uh, we have a lot of things that I believe keep us strong, fit. We have a lot of things that keep us healthy. We have a lot of things that help us to prepare for when, you know, Satan likes to come in and figure out a way to weasel his way into our lives. And there's, you know, safeguards. I believe in those things. Sure. But they are, you know, we can't sit here and say, oh, I can finally say after a couple of days of studying and reading, I'm, my life's pretty perfect now. Yeah. And there's nothing, there's nothing that I can do to keep me from saying I need Christ in my life. Those are no guarantees. Right. And that's, that's the part, that's the part I hate. Cause like you well, said. Well, it's a guarantee that we need Christ in our well, life every sure. day. That's for sure. <laughs> sure. But I think too, you know, part of what I, what I took away was I, I immediately thought of what you thought of, man, what a perfect transition from Jonah to this mm-hmm. unfinished. Right. And then really I was, I mean, I spent most of the sermon actually picturing Jonah going through some of these things that he was talking about just cause I don't know, that's just the way I related to it. But when he got to essentially that living an authentic Christian life is hard. And like, when you start this journey, you're thinking, all right, you know, I've been studying. I, I gave my life to Christ. Things are going to be good. He's all the you know, bubble wrap, the good shepherd, yeah. you know, all these things. And, you know, I'm not going to want for anything. And, you know, depends how you want to interpret that. But, you know, we tend to pick out those good things that we like. And even almost like prosperity gospel becomes our kind of under the arm. Mm-hmm. And we're going to walk side by side with that until, like you said, something just comes up and smacks you in the face and you're you're forced to deal with it, and we're not. It's not a guarantee that we're not going to run into trouble, right? And I think it's it's really clear that um, whenever you have to give up your agenda, oh. okay, oh. <laughs> yeah, it, it can, it's, well, it's as simple. It's as simple as heading to work down I four, and all of a sudden there's a traffic jam. Yeah, and we get mad. Not because there's a traffic jam. We get mad because our agenda is being blocked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and so when, I, when we realize that, wait a second, my agenda and God's agenda may not all be an exact tandem. So, so then all of a sudden I've got to let my agenda get blocked, and that's where the hardness comes, is to be able to surrender and say, okay, God, this is, this is sort of where I was sort of thinking I ought to be headed, <laughs> <laughs> and I can see you're sort of thinking I should be headed over here, and I'm willing to yield. And and yielding can be tough work to just a, a mental you know opportunity to yield, but but again even even the 
desire to do what God wants us to do is God giving us that desire. Mm-hmm. I mean, even that doesn't doesn't spring up from within us. Yeah, it's a, it's a gift from God. But isn't that yielding kind of the Job syndrome, if you will? I mean, you know, here's Job. I mean, I don't think he was purposely trying to go a different way than God. I mean, he wasn't pulling a Jonah, mm-hmm. and he was blessed beyond measure. But in the waiting, you know, that's the part when you're in there in the in the yielding or in the waiting, going, okay. I'll go left, I'll go right, I'll go up, I'll go down. Just tell me which way to go because I'm here sitting in ashes and boils and, you know, I mean, I'm miserable. With friends so, giving me very bad advice. And my, yeah. friend, and my friend's right. They're, they're not, they're not so doing such a great job at this. So how do you, how do you come through that and then find God on the other side without going the Jonah route? Mm. What do you do with that? Where does the, I mean, the waiting, you know, what is it? Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, the waiting is the hardest part. Isn't that, isn't that the same thing? I mean, where do you end up and how do you stay the course during that time when it's just, because sometimes it's long, sometimes well, it's arduous and, and he, painful. I, I think it has to do with, I think it has to do with faith. Um, if faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen, it, it has to be a walk of faith. And, and the Bible says that without faith, it's impossible to please God. Right. So coming to certainty and having everything just all lined up perfectly uh is not of necessarily a, a God-pleasing place to be. It's 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 trusting that whatever comes, God is going to work in me according to His will and His good pleasure to bring about perfection that He wants at the end when you know He comes. And Bill used the text; like he didn't ever quote the actual text, but he used it: "Christ in you, the hope of glory," kind of thing. You know that it's, right. it's, it's, it's our, really our hope. And our confidence has to be in Christ in us, not us in us. Uh, right. You know, not me. And even the drama was great. And the fact that it's not me chipping away right. my rough spots, it is God doing that work in my life. And uh, just being able to be a yielder versus a doer. I'm a doer too. I'm yeah. a, a Jeff, yeah. and I, Jeff and I both like to fix things. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I think that's part of why we need things like even the podcast. I mean, I'm hoping that people that are mm-hmm. listening right now are just maybe thinking about this a little bit more in depth. Maybe they thought about it on, on Sabbath after the message, you know, maybe went through the takeaways and kind of left it. Maybe it wasn't all answered in their mind. And maybe this is another way to spring that conversation again and come together as a community. Well, well, I think sometimes people feel like when a hard thing happens or when something that feels really bad happens that, Oh man, I must either be, away from God's presence mm. or he's doing something yeah. to, to, you know, to not punish, but maybe yeah. we do have sometimes that sometimes, idea. Yeah. And, uh, devil it, loves that one. Yeah. And yet if you look at a lot of the times and if you go back, I mean, if we stopped and look at our lives, we go, Whoa, wait a minute. All of those things that seem to be hurdles or obstacles when actually we put, you know, we look at them from our perspective now, they weren't obstacles at all. They were really just steps to a different, you know, a different, you know, a different prowess, so to speak. You know, when you ride your bicycle for a for a little kid learning to walk, they fall down, but they don't think of themselves as failures. They just think of themselves as that's just one more Oops. fall less yeah. or one more fall <laughs> towards walking, yeah. or whatever. And I think that's what we have to look at. Is that I mean, you look at the life of Joseph, you know, who just. He could have sat there in the middle of that, you know, that caravan heading to Egypt and thought, you know, my life is over. You know? Yeah. And he, when in actuality, and he says it at the end, he goes, no, all those things 
were so that I could be here. Yeah, you and meant them for harm. You meant them harm. God used them for good. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's the perspective I think we need to look at is that so much of our lives, we only have that 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 now focus that oh I'm you know I'm destitute as I you know and so forth so I think we need to look at him in a little different light yeah I agree well Bill did a great job last week he did and I, I'm looking forward yeah. also to Stephanie Yvette this week Stephanie uh, okay yeah. if, if you were church retreat a couple of years ago when they were our speakers um, oh I I, I wasn't but and, I know and, Stephanie and they are they will be. Um, Entertaining, to put it mildly, I'm sure. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm sure. Well, that's just about all the time we have for this week. I did want to extend an invitation to anyone listening. If you come and you are local and you're here on Saturday morning, I would invite you at when it's time for class. And what time does class start? Why did that just escape me for in the middle between services? Oh, 1045. 1045. I was 10:15. I knew that wasn't right. 1045. If you go to the South Worship Center and go to the open forum class, you'll find me there, number one. So that's good enough reason to go. (laughs) But we, uh, this conversation that we're having here in the podcast and the conversation that Bill started last week in this new series with Unfinished, Danny Howell uh, spoke last week and we'll be doing that again this week. And it was an amazing discussion that will definitely benefit you as we look at this. And so would invite you to come and be a part of the open forum class. And find us and identify yourself to us if you come because of this. That's for sure. Excellent. Yeah, just, you know. Just oh please! Tell Danny that you're looking for Randy. He knows me. He'll uh, he'll point me out, and we'll shake a hand and maybe make a new friend. So that'll do it for this week. We'll have uh, episode eight next week after we uh, have the young ladies uh, bring us the message this week. So thanks for joining us, and we'll see you all then. See ya.